Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. The fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> Buna Ziwa, everybody. Welcome <laughs> back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my Romanian brother, Kev Huggin Duggan. <laughs> Multimask. <laughs> and Very Kyle nice the coach Duggan. Yes. Hi. Hi. Yeah, we're all on weird times right now because Kevin is currently in Romania. Yeah, Kevin is over See? the pond and deep <laughs> into the European countries. Um, how how are you doing over there, big guy? Good. Jet lag beyond all <laughs> understanding. I don't is know where today I day am. one or day two out there. I think it's day two. I got screwed <laughs> over because I quit one of my connecting flights, got canceled. So oh, I did, like it was one of those days. So it's I'm one here. of those days. We got a bolt right? inside. We got a fan focus. That's we right. Still got everything. We've got lots to talk about here, folks. So those oh, of boy. you that are listening, you probably won't hear much of a difference. But those of you watching, you might see Kev kind of dip in and out because the connection just ain't what it used to be. Romania is not known for their internet. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> But uh, we will press on and look at the draft. Obviously, round one, we took Zion Johnson. Uh, Everybody was very thrilled about that, uh, including Tom Telesco, who had this to say. Uh, We have some excellent skill players, both at receiver, tight end, also at running back and with quarterback Justin Herbert. Obviously, these guys cannot do their jobs without a rock-solid offensive line. Uh, so as much as this pick is to protect our quarterback, which is a big part of it, this is also to facilitate everybody else. It's pass protection. It's run game. We're in the second half of the game and we have a lead and we've got to run the ball. They know we're going to run the ball. He's going to help there. So if he does what we think he can do, 
He's going to play 900 to 1,000 snaps for us in his rookie year, but he's a really wow. well-rounded football player, so we're excited to get him in here. That sounds daunting. 900 to 1,000? I mean, I guess I, don't, I never really thought to figure out how many snaps guess it occur is. within a year. They're like, you're not coming out of the game. You better not get hurt because we have 900 Mm-mm. to 1,000 next to your name. Get buddy. back out there. Now. Yeah. now uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> if you miss this, you're not going to hit 900 at the end of the year. That's right. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, a thousand over sixteen games. I guess they play seventeen games now. You got to take that into account, right? Yeah, sneaky, that's a whole sneaky. other set of games. Yeah, fifty-eight, yeah, fifty-eight plays a year, which is that means he's the full starter every game from no the matter what. Yeah, and yeah. he's on With- field goals. He's going to be on all the special teams. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some defense, but sure. he's getting he, he's he's expected to start right away. Exactly. Right. And so, okay, Josh we've had a couple of days to think about it now, boys. What? What's the thought? Like when we were sitting there, I thought it was McDuffie or um, Trevor Pinning because that's just what all everything was talking about leading sure. up to the draft. There was a the couple Zion Johnsons tossed in there, but right uh, with the guys that were still available, it seemed like a no brainer that it would be McDuffie or Pinning. Yeah, I think I think it's the methodologies there, like the idea that we need to build around Herbert. Like we absolutely mm-hmm. need to build around Justin Herbert and the coaching staff sees that too. I think yeah. they were probably eyeing a uh, right tackle there and he just didn't fall. And this is the best available offensive lineman to protect Justin Herbert. So yeah, I'm excited about it. I think, you know, he just, you, you start to look at the the lineup of what players are next to who and who you can put in what position. And you're like, okay, this is a formidable offensive line. Yeah, that guard center guard combo is pretty nasty. I mm-hmm. I just I always want to draft offensive linemen in the first round. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I just the the NFL now is an offensive game, so you got to score a lot of points and that all starts up front. Whether you're running the ball, throwing the ball, no matter what it starts up front. So, I always want to draft offensive linemen and we went back to back first round two years in a row taking yep. first round offensive lineman, yep. which I don't know the last time that the Chargers have ever done that. Very much a Patriots move. <laughs> yeah. Well, Staley wants him. That's what he yeah. what he got. He wants offensive line. Right. Yeah, he wants the tough trench players. And yeah, a lot of people were picking Penning to come to us, but uh, I I guess Zion is probably the better, the better choice. I mean, he was the second best guard and they, we already saw like three tackles come off the board. So I guess if you look at it in that regard that like, yeah, would you rather the fourth best tackle or the second best guard? Well, a lot of people the first have best guard. Yeah. A lot of people have Zion as the first best guard. He just has, he has a, a higher floor, maybe not as high of a ceiling as the guy that went before him. Right. So he's, he's going to go in and be ready to plug and play right away. Um, which is what we need. That's what we and need was, right now. I don't need a high ceiling guy that might bust. Mm-hmm. It was interesting because uh, Telesco was talking about when that first guard was picked, he was a little shocked. Oh, really? Like he didn't think Zion was going to oh, be wow. there. He didn't think he would be the second guard off the board. So, wow. That says a lot. And they, if you look at the press conferences, you look at both Coach and, and, uh, and the Ninja, they looked very <laughs> excited about this. Yeah. I know you have yeah. to be for your first round pick, but they were exceptionally excited. Well, yeah, and we just we didn't know what was going to happen. Wide receivers were flying off the board, uh, tackles flying off the board. So it was just like, okay, well, who? We'll we'll just see what ends up happening. And Zion yep. Johnson, I think, I think he's a solid pick. The guy is obviously smart as a whip. Um, I think the one of the stronger guards. Like I, I don't know how many bench yeah. presses that uh, Kenyon Drake put up, but or is it Kenyon Drake? No, that's right, Kenyon Green. I think Green, Green. 
I don't know how many bench presses he put up, but Zion Johnson put up like 32 bench presses. Yeah, he's strong. He he's is, no joke. Whoa. And yeah. guy's got massive feet, 18 size, 18 feet. Like, good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> That's like getting in the ground and right anchor down. Yeah. 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 So wow. I, I'm, I'm excited for him. I mean, it, we, we don't do much research over here at the Charger Chat. So. Not beforehand, because no. it's just, no. for me, it's wasted time. I, if I would have done a lot of research, I probably wouldn't have researched Zion Johnson, and right. I would have researched a bunch of guys that are on different teams. Right, and that's all wasted brain space. And right now in my <laughs> life, I don't have I don't have a lot of brain space as it is. Um, it's well, in let, high demand. Yeah. Well, let's look at uh, what Coach had to say about Zion. He said he's really, really impressive. Staley said he's smart, tough, really physical, versatile. Uh, he played in a pro-style offense from a physical standpoint. He has big hands, long arms, and really good feet size 18. Uh, he can really anchor and pass protection against the biggest, strongest, best interior players in the league. We just really felt like this guy was a really complete player in both the run game and the pass game. His intangibles yeah. really fit what we're looking for. Yeah, I, I went back and watched. They obviously put out all the highlights of all their draft picks. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have access to Boston College game film, but I went and watched the highlights at least, and he looks like an NFL guard. Mm -hmm. He is a big strong lower bodied guy he's really smart with this blocks like he's bigger and stronger than a lot of guys he played against probably in college right but the way that he utilizes his hips to cut people off it's like you don't have to be the strongest to do that stuff which i think will fare well for him in the nfl when he's going against bigger stronger guys he knows how to manipulate his angles um which i i played offensive line as a kid in pop warner and i was definitely not the biggest one out there i had to I had to utilize my hips in different ways to be able to turn guys. So just little stuff like that, I think is going to, is going to be really, really easy for him to be able to make that transition up to the NFL. And then in run plays, when they're in goal line, he gets off. He's nasty, man. Yeah. He's, he's a sweet guy in his interviews, but you can tell he's got a little nasty note to him when it's time to get, get a couple of yards. Excellent. So, uh, day two, we didn't have the second round pick. Uh, we, well, I mean, we did, it was Khalil Mack. So. Khalil Mack. <laughs> Sweet, I love how the sweet. Chargers posted his like. Oh, they leaned into that so hard. Pick. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. I love that. Um, so third round pick comes around and a bit of a surprise. I think by most we drafted a safety out of Baylor, JT Woods. Uh, Staley had this to say: JT has a lot of rare DB stuff. He's six foot two plus one ninety five. Uh, he runs four point three on the forty yard dash. Uh, he had a ten. Uh, 10 foot, is that 10 foot, eight inches broad jump? Yep. Woo. Yeah. And 39 and a half vertical jump. Uh, those are rare DB numbers. Then he led the nation in interceptions. He had six interceptions. He returned a couple for touchdowns. He was a multi-year starter on that team. He ran track at Baylor. He was really sharp in the interview process. He can really run the show, which is something that we really value uh, back there at safety or just in our secondary in general. Uh, we think that he's going to get a lot better. Then he's going to be with uh, one of the top secondary players in the league every day in Derwin James, then teaming up with cornerback J.C. Jackson, Asante Samuel Jr., Nasir Adderley, Vato, a.k.a. Michael Davis. Uh, there are a lot of quality guys that he's going to be able to learn from. 
All right. So those of you that are watching, uh, we're, we're just. <laughs> It, it's become too My big of an issue. My computer just took a shit. <laughs> it just took a I, big the dump, internet. So. I have a really good computer, but this just took a shit. So you know, no it's, it's kind of like the draft. You know, it's like you don't know what you're gonna get. You just <laughs> no. What depending on what player falls, that's sometimes what you're gonna get. And right now, we got no no video for Kev. So that's okay. So He's just a ghost from me. the clouds. Yeah, you can yeah. Hear me now. Kevin is here. I promise. Just just can't see him. He's uh he's here in spirit. Um, Ooh, but but yeah, like. I'm a ghost. <laughs> so that I think that's the interesting thing like when getting somebody like JT Woods the guy's got the most interceptions in college yep. and that seems to be the plan of attack for the defense this offseason you get JT Woods with most interceptions you get JC Jackson who had the most interceptions yeah. uh, in the league and so it seems to be the focus is going to be just turn the ball over you've got people like Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack on the front and you know Sebastian Joseph Day and Austin Johnson and those guys are going to just rush these quarterbacks and they're going to go eh, and they're going to throw the ball and our guys are going to come scoop it up, turn it over and call it good. So and get Herbert back out, out there on the field. So I, I think it was a little bit of a head scratcher. I saw a lot of people saying that it was kind of a reach, but I think it's a great pick. Why not get a, a guy that had the most interceptions the, last season? A lot of people. I saw a lot of people giving this like an A grade and B plus grade. I've seen yeah. I've seen that across the the league. Yeah. So it just goes to show you, you know, once you're out of round one and two, it's hard to really judge where these teams actually put these players on their boards. Right. Or what their value really is. Like when the guys are like, these are my, you know, one to a hundred or even one to two fifty guys, it's like, all right, once you get to a hundred, like really what's the difference between yeah. this guy and this guy? So yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be a great pick. I'm happy to see him on the team. I think um, he'll be, and I think he'll be a big time special teamer. I think you can oh, put him sure. out there yeah. as a winger, and he's going to fly down the field. Obviously, he's got to be able to make a tackle, but um, that goes without saying. He's yeah. got to improve. Yeah, coach it. I mean, for for yeah. guys like you know that are in the round three, I'm I'm not expecting the world of them. I'm expecting them to come in and make plays when they can, but. Yeah, they're not going to they're not going to be the Zion Johnson, you know, right. playing 900 to 1000 snaps. <laughs> he'll get opportunities to get better on special teams, right? Exactly. You, you have to go make open field tackles against guys that are at, they have a full head of head of steam. So, he'll be able to prove those doubters wrong pretty quick, I think on our on our special teams unit. Yeah, exactly. And let's not forget that he did have the most interceptions in yeah. college football last year. Yeah. Like, that says a lot. So. And coach loves DBs. We we took that comment that he made in the offseason as we're going to draft one in the first round. But I think we saw with the with the way our draft went, drafting three defensive backs. Mm-hmm. He, he he doesn't just see first rounders as the need on the defensive backfield. He's just like, give me the guys. We'll get them in here. We'll get them coached up, and we'll get them going. There you go. Yeah. Um. All right. Then day three rolled around, which is where we saw. Well, we were anticipating to see uh, eight guys join the team, but we only saw six because we traded with Chicago. Uh, we gave them two of our round sevens for our round six next year. So we got that back. We've got a full draft as it stands right now next year and only gave up two round sevens for it. So not a bad trade, I don't think. Um, so in round four, we saw us pick up Isaiah Spiller, a running back out of Texas A&M. Uh, and uh, uh, the one and only Ladanian Tomlinson was talking about Isaiah Spiller on the NFL Network. And said, I've seen a lot of this young man. He's a bigger back, no question about it. He's not going to be a guy that makes you miss. This is a guy that you pound the rock with. Uh, maybe lean on him in the fourth quarter when you want uh, to end a game or short yard and goal line. This is going to be your guy. 
in the SEC, he had back-to-back years of 1,000 yards, over five yards per carry. The most underrated thing about this man is his 74 catches in his college career. So that's why he adds an element that he can help this football team. I yeah I I I love watching this guy's tape. Oh yeah, I it I mean he doesn't he he has great vision, but he doesn't he doesn't Justin Jackson where he goes back there and like pon- pounces and ah where am I going? It's yeah. like a, he has <laughs> patience and then when he sees an opening, he puts his foot in the ground and gets uphill because yeah. he's not afraid of contact. He's mm-hmm. but like none of it. He's he's not running over thirty numbers. He's running over fifties. Linebackers are getting put on their back with this guy running downhill. Wow. So I, I love the pickup and the fact that he can catch the ball. You don't have to, you don't see Isaiah Spiller come in and the defense goes, okay, we know now they're not going to be throwing the ball. Right. He's going to be in here. We can bring an extra guy to rush. The guy can catch and he's done it really well at a high level. Now you, you still have that element. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what was missing with some of the, the number two guys, Justin Jacks could do it, but he was never healy. But we never saw that out of Round, Larry Roundtree or, uh, as much out of Josh Kelly. So, yeah, we really didn't. Um, I think I think I love the pick. Yeah, I love watching his tape. He looks like he looks like a great running back. And if LT has good things to say, I'm on board. Right. Amen. Amen to that. Like the idea that LT was like, this is one of my top running backs in the draft, and the Chargers got him. Like that's uh, you can't yeah, say that's much enough for that. me. Yeah, and yeah. he played against good competition too. So that like that's. You know, and he didn't play it like a full share, like he was splitting time. So it could be him getting ready to step into what 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 he will be doing is having a split share with with Austin Eckler. And if you can put up yeah. five yards per carry, that's that changes the dynamic of our third downs and what what we're gonna be like. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. So uh seems to be another great pick. And then uh round five, we saw us pick up Otito Obonia. I wanted to make sure I pronounced that correctly. The G is silent. Just they call him Tito. They call him Tito too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they call him Tito. Tito. Um, And then Staley had this to say about Tito. He said Tito was a really exciting evaluation. You know, if just from a pure size standpoint, that's really what we're looking for. He's six foot four, three twenty five, thirty four and a half inch arms, and he's a real power player at the point of attack. We did a lot of work on this guy. I think if you take a look at the Senior Bowl. There's a lot of really competitive reps for Zion and Cole Strange and a bunch of good players at that all-star game. At the pro day, Jay Rogers and Johnny Tamu uh, put him through our type of work out and uh, our type of workout. And if he really aced that part of the process, and I think that was a really big factor in us solidifying our feelings for him. Yeah, so, this is the one where people were kind of like, you know, that RAS score where pe- people are like, yeah, you got to have the RAS and, you know, that kind of right. thing. This yeah. is one of those guys that didn't have the RAS score that uh, who like, we'll see, like he didn't have the yeah. most amazing numbers, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's a he's a, essentially a nose tackle that's just going to eat up blocks and he's a strong point of attack guy. And that's what we need. This is what the Chargers need. We didn't address right, it right. quite how we thought we would in the first round with Jordan Davis. But we got Tito now, and I like saying his name because he's dope, and I hope he is very successful on this roster. I think Coach addressed it, too, like with the idea of the RAS score. It's kind of like your athleticism score. So that's like right. how you run your 40, your broad jump, your three cone, all those types of drills you put you through. But he said, I watched him in an our football-specific drills that we put him through, and he he excelled. So we drafted him as a football player, not as a track athlete or doing all these drills, mm-hmm. which great. Like, that's what you want out of a nose guard. I want the guy to be a football player. There you go. Yeah. I understand the upside of an RAS score 
And you can look, and that's kind of what the the Woods draft was for us. JT Woods, like, guy's crazy athletic. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. so fast. He can jump so high. Like, I get it. And that's why he goes in the third round. But maybe that's why you get a steal on a, on a Tito, and he becomes a real good football player, but he doesn't have the just crazy, weird, freak athleticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the highlights of him going one-on-one, specifically with Zion Johnson, guy is fierce like the guy yeah. it just was going toe to toe with Zion Johnson so uh, I love it I, I think it's great to to add to the that defensive trench um, and the one other thing I will say that with, about him watching his highlights at UCLA is that he's just like he has bad intentions like he's just so violent when he gets his hands on people. Right. Yeah. That I think that's what the coaches saw. And it's like, okay, like they're clearly taking a look at these trenches that we have and want to make us a undeniable mean up front, powerful, mean team on the line of yeah. scrimmage. And this yeah. seems like a guy that's perfect for that. Yeah. Big time. Um, and then going into round six, we had multiple picks. And the first was Jamari Salyer, uh, offensive line out of Georgia. And, uh, basically the word was like, this guy was predicted to go round two and we got him all the way in round six. Uh, so arguably a steal of the draft, uh, Staley, Staley had this to say, uh, yeah, just super, super excited about this guy. We held this guy in really high regard at the university of Georgia. He's a national champion, but beyond that, he started for two years at tackle and inside. You're able to see him against the best in the country. You know, and I think the way he played against Michigan, against those two rushers that were both, you know, first round caliber rushers, certainly Hutchinson, you're able to get a full measure of what he stands. So uh, of where he stands. So I think it was an outstanding pick for us. Great value. And he just adds to the depth of our front. And I'm really excited about how our O-line looks like right now. You, you love to have the versatile guys, right? Like, Absolutely. We brought in Matt Filer because he can go guard tackle. All right. You yeah. now draft you draft Zion Johnson, who's played guard tackle. Mm-hmm. Jamari's played guard and tackle. Um, you have options, right? Yeah. I do I, I love that. I mean, I again didn't do a whole lot of research for the draft. No. But when I heard Jamari Salier and the things they were saying about him and the fact that, yeah, he was projected to go at least in the top four rounds, like two, three, four. Right, yeah. And we get him at six? How do you not pull the trigger on a team where you're exactly. trying to, I don't know, like this guy played at Georgia against the best competition in the country mm-hmm. um, and held his own against the number two pick in the draft? I don't I, I don't get how he fell. There's, I know there's, they know something that I don't, but from the outside <laughs> looking in, it looks like a steal. I guess we'll have to see. We'll I feel bad for all the other teams because this he's another mean man with bad intentions. Like he yeah. plays violently and he posted about, you know, the chip on his shoulder. So the league not taking him, you yeah. know, there's 31 teams he's pissed at and we're not one of them. So this is a bad, this seems like a bad, bad news <laughs> bears opportunity um, yeah. for the rest of the league. Cause who knows? This guy could be in the starting lineup if he has a great camp. He's played at top-level college football the last two years. So, you know, when you get in there and you start mixing it up, you know, it's it's interesting to see this pick. And then what does this mean for Oday? You know, I, I don't yeah. know if Oday's back. Like, I just don't I don't see that now with this pick. It, it doesn't oh, I, yeah, signal. No. no, I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. Like, I, I liked Oday, and I liked when he came in to play for us, but... I mean, picking up 
the two offensive two linemen guards, that we did, yeah. and we signed Will Clapp just prior yeah. to the draft. I mean, I, I think we're pretty we center guard. So, I mean, I think that, yeah, I don't see O'Day coming back, sadly. Um, yeah. But happy to see that we pick up uh, Jamari Salier. Um, and then our second pick in round six was defensive back Jasir Taylor out of Wake Forest. Uh, Staley had this to say. Uh, he's a two-time captain. Love it. He also was a kickoff returner. Love it. I just think that you're getting a DB with good dimensions. He's five foot 11, 194. He played inside and outside. Uh, just feel like he's a DB that uh, we would like to join up with. So we'll see where it goes. Um, <laughs> we'll see where it goes. Yeah, that's a weird <laughs> <This is> round <laughs> six. Yeah, let's roll yeah, the dice. Let's be let's be honest about it. These guys like the, the way our team shakes out most of the time. These guys are undrafted free agent. Undrafted guys are making the roster, and these seventh rounders aren't always six mm, sevens yep. aren't always. So it's it's at least he's being honest. But you know yeah. he he loves his DBs. That's for sure. Absolutely. So I think he just likes the measurables, and uh, I mean the two time captain again just shows the leadership. We like hiring right. guys that have that kind of leadership. Character and so, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think it' great to get a character guy in the defensive back. Um, and then round seven rolled around. We got ourselves another defensive back, uh, Dion Leonard, out of Ole Miss. And Staley said uh, he's a guy we did a lot of work on because we had so many picks in the last two rounds. We did a ton of work. We just had a ton of work on uh, the back in, end of the draft. So Dion had a lot of good things to join up with. He's six foot, 190 pounds. We're in a really low 4-4, smooth transition. Uh, he has a lot of traits that we feel like uh, translate to the National Football League. Yeah, these guys, I mean, anybody, anybody in the sixth, seventh round, these guys are projects, right? They're hoping to come yeah. in and be special team contributors that develop with good coaching and can maybe be a guy that find, finds a spot here in a year or two, but or in a real bad pinch with injury. So right. these aren't guys that were like, oh man, yeah, I know that name. He's yeah, huge. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. No. Yeah. Um, I think there's definitely these last three picks. I think our new special teams coach, Ficken, had a little mm. something to say about him, and, and yeah. you'll see it the last guy. I'm kind For of sure. excited about our last pick. Yeah, our our last pick out of round seven was, and pick 260, by the way, uh, was fullback Xander Horvath from the planet Pluto. I love it. But Staley had this to say. Uh, he's just a really intriguing prospect. He's got a lot of versatility, running the football, catching the football, blocking special teams. He's got a pro body, and we're just going to figure it out. Uh, I'm just excited to see where it goes with him, but he's a really quality player. So, and he was he was interesting. I watched a lot of his highlights today because I was like, oh, I you know we talk about fullbacks all the time. I don't know what this yeah. means for Gabe Neighbors. I don't I don't know if oh, you're having the two fullbacks theory. right? I don't yeah. know. Let them compete because um, I know Justin has, holds a place in his heart for him. Um, so I don't know if you get rid of him <laughs> right away. Got to give him a fighting chance. But right, yeah. this guy does a lot. Like he was an actual. He, he wasn't just a blocking fullback. Like he was running and catching balls out of the backfield. Mm -hmm. um, so and he, you know, he kind of gives off like a, a tight end energy too with his size and and kind of kind of know. the Steven Anderson replacement, right? Yeah, yeah there you go. Could be great, yeah. great point. But I think yeah. better out of the backfield, the Steven Anderson that is actually more of a running back and less of a a real old school fullback. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I 
obviously don't know anything about Xander um, or anything like that. But when I watched the highlight, and I know you can't just put every, you know, all your eggs into one highlight, but there was that one clip of him doing a leap over a guy uh, as he was running the ball. And I was like, ooh, oh, he's yeah. athletic. It's, I love a, that. He's got, a, you got an athletic kid that probably didn't get a lot of, a ton of opportunity. And hopefully he can do something that makes it, you know, worthwhile to get a ro- roster spot. Yeah. Well, he will be a special team contributor. Oh, yeah, most definitely. definitely. Yeah. 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 So uh, and then there was a slew of guys that we drafted in or for the undrafted free agency. A uh, lot of interesting picks there, too. Um, but uh, when you're done looking at that list, you can go on over to chargerchat.com and check out <laughs> nice. some of the sweet merch that we've got over there. Uh, shirts, hoodies and stickers. Uh, and uh, you can chat it up in our member section with other Charger Chat tears and ask questions and ask both fans. So go check it out, chargerchat.com. All right. Well, now it's time to go on to fan focus. Let's see what fan we are bringing into focus this week. All right, guys. We are back with another fan focus, and we are super pumped to have Gavin from Scotland. What is going on, Gavin? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, brother. Doing good. I'm, I love meeting international fans. It's one of my favorite things. And I'm actually over in your <laughs> neck of the woods right now. So I was like, this is the perfect episode to have Gavin on. So um, yeah, so. excited to have you, man. So let's uh, kick it off how we usually do. Um, how did you become a Charger fan? Uh, well, my wife uh, belongs to a big family. Um, she's got 11 other siblings. Oh, wow. So... Uh, a majority of them actually stayed in America for a year. Uh, my two uh, brother-in-laws that are closest to my age are quite kind of sports-orientated. So they wanted to get into something where we can all follow it. So they're like, how about we do the NFL? Um, we pick a team out of a hat and then just go from there. And I'm like, no, if, if I'm doing this, I'm yeah. going properly. So looking at America, I was like, where would I stay? Yeah, I was like, yeah, California, right? So looked at the teams in California, and there was the 49ers, the Chargers, and then the Faders. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I was like, no. So I looked at the um, the uniforms and stuff. So the black and silver did not go for me at all. It's just <laughs> probably a sign. Um, so I looked, blue is my favourite colour, and then just looked at the uniforms and... I just, just fell in love with it. It was just amazing. And then seeing Philip Rivers play, it just like his emotion, the fact that like he could still like show all that emotion without having to like cuss at anyone or mm-hmm. any of that. Just the way he comes out with things, it's just it's brilliant. Yeah, a wholesome competitiveness, if you will. That guy yeah. was intense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the, yeah, that's awesome. So you've been a fan for a while. So you got like the whole the, this whole new roller coaster ride of like a new quarterback. We had Phil forever, a new quarterback, yeah. new jerseys, the whole deal. So like, what what are your thoughts on kind of the state of the Chargers and you know your excitement for them? Oh, I think we've well with the draft this year, we've picked up a lot of neat effects, and well, we get two in the O line, one in the D line. Hopefully, Eckler now has a an RB two. Yeah, because that he is needed one for ages. Oh yeah, um, and I've heard a lot of people are a bit negative about Stella. But I'm, I mean, I'm not into college football, but looking at clips here and there, and the fact that LT has given him his little seal of approval. Yeah, 
that that kind of says it for me really that's all i need um, uh, yeah I, yeah i think he's great i you know he's a more of a power back we haven't had that we've all had shifty smaller guys so i'm excited for him and if lt's in yeah i'm all in yeah definitely uh, and the fact we've got some more depth in the back as well so it'll hopefully lead us all the way i'm, I'm quite confident this year yeah so. it's, it's exciting that with you know staley and getting in like Khalil Mack, like things you've oh, been a fan for a long time. Like we never get these guys, and now yeah. we got a whole bunch of them in one year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I remember when we uh, saw the Chargers in London. I mean, we didn't have a good old line then. Oh no! And just seeing Rivers play then, it was it was brilliant seeing it live, and the fact that we have all these weapons now. I mean, Justin Herbert for a start. Mm-hmm. Eckler is amazing. Uh, we've fixed hopefully the O line or some of the problems we've got. Um, we've got Derwin James, Bosa, and Mac. I mean, name we, Oh, I know. And then you get Jackson, and oh, it just hopefully free up James a lot more to kind of show what he can do because we know he can do a heck of a lot more than what he's capable. Well, what he's been doing recently because of been having to cover so much. Yeah. One, they they have so many secondary players like going out on nickel and dime and having just DBs everywhere um, is not going to yeah. be a problem for the Chargers. And then what do you do about James? You got to keep an eye on him, and he's going to be I, he's going to be an exceptional monster this year. Oh, definitely. Because at the end of the day, the way I look at it, Bosa and Mac are going to be putting so much pressure on the quarterback that they're either going to have to throw pass off to a running back, which I mean our D line is a lot better in the run game than we have been now. Sure. So if they throw it, I mean, you've got Mr. Interception. Uh, you've got Derwin James throwing so much pressure down the middle. So even if they do get through the D-line, he'll be right on top of them. It's just, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Can't wait. It's exciting. <laughs> well, let's let's get you out of here on this. Like, what has been your biggest, like, Charger memory? Like, the biggest thing for you as a Charger fan? So it was the game in London. Uh, it was 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and two of my sister-in-laws went down, uh, Chargers v Titans. One of my sister-in-laws is a Vikings fan. The other one was a Titans fan. Oh, nice. So uh, the last throw of the, the, the game, and we managed to bat it away, and then the flag was called. I'm like, no, what's this? And I, I was right at that end zone. I was right at that corner. Oh, wow. And it was, oh, it was amazing. I was like literally 10 rows from the front. And I was like, oh, it's amazing. And then I got a flag. I'm like, oh, come on, man. And I was like, flags are plenty that game. Um, and then it got called back to the one-yard line. They tried again. And then same thing directly in front of me. Um, can't remember the player off the top of my head now, but done the exact same thing and I went mental like I started jumping about I fell over my seat my <laughs> sister-in-law was like looking at me like oh, all right, okay and we didn't stay overnight then we drove all the way back to Scotland from London oh wow it took us about six hours I was like down along the seat <laughs> talk about a drive home with the opposing fan with you that's awesome oh it was great man Bam. Oh, it's just, it's been brilliant. Like, I've never been into air football. Like, never. But American football, I'm obsessed. Yeah. 
Yeah, same here, man. It's a good time to be a Charger fan. It's a good time to definitely get excited about all this because this is going to be a fun year. So, Gavin, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on, man. It was great meeting you. And uh, you if, too. If you ever get out to SoFi, you need to message us because we went. Oh. I'm, I'm trying to get all the international fans. We'll do one day of everyone there at the same place. It'll be sick. Yeah. Oh, I saw some of the uh, American fans down in London. I'm sure I saw Bolt God there. Oh, did you? Awesome. And, Oh, it was amazing. But I was like, oh, so I was quite shy. I'm like, right, I don't want to blink and bother anyone. Yeah. But then, like, that was me kind of, I think I started following the Chargers about 2013. So I'm still kind of fresh in it and not realizing how great the Charger fans are. Sure. So I think I should have approached them. <laughs> hey, you'll get another <laughs> chance. We'll, we'll find another way. We'll get you another Oh, we'll... definitely. But SoFi is definitely on my bucket list. Yeah. Well, you let us so, know when you get there, man. We will definitely, uh-huh. we'll buy you a, we'll buy you a pint. Definitely. All right, Gavin, we appreciate you, man. And uh, yeah, let's stay in touch. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Did we just become best friends? What a nice guy. I know. Oh, if, Gavin, you're man, a sweetheart, I man. To, I can listen to you talk all day, Gavin. Oh, for yes. sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's such a cool guy. I love hearing the international fan stories because they're so oh, uniquely yeah. different than ours. Yeah. And like, you don't like he just had to figure out that he what how he became a Charger fan. He's just like, yeah, California, the colors are sweet. And then he fell in love with Philip Rivers. Like, I just, it's just, it, there's everyone has it's a different way of to. becoming a Charger fan. And it's, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm glad they didn't just draw teams out of a hat. That would have been just yeah. like, you know, what, like, what's the connection? A Browns now, fan. That was smart thinking. Like, where do, where would I, if I went to go see a game, where would I want to go travel? Yeah. Right? California. I'm not going to Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here, eh? Uh-uh. We're going to, we're going to He's San not Diego, Canadian. LA. He's Scottish. <laughs> well, we, we, no, the fun. Minnesotans is what I was, the oh, Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Don't you know? Oh, don't you know? Oh, horse head. Yeah. Oh, take off, eh? <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Gavin, thank you. Thank you for coming Thanks, on and chatting with Kevin. Yeah, that was just an awesome, awesome little interview. Um, but now it is time to go on to the next segment. It is Ask Bolt Fam. Let's get in it. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Both are hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right, well, let's start off Ask Bolt Fam as we kind of typically do with House of Hain, who asked the question. I'll say, I'll say, how goddamn happy are you that the draft questions are, I'll say, I'll say, over. Son, I'll say, son, get away from me. You're going to hear <laughs> Bosa and Mac uh, in your dreams car. Now, get a fist, fist, T-R, all the way to the elbow. Uh, also, uh, we get the first uh, Thursday night football to spank Patrick. I'll say, I'll say, kid, love you, bye. Hercules, Hercules. Dude, yes. I almost forgot Golf about up. the first Thursday night game. I know, dude. How, yeah. No, that, I was, uh, after watching the draft, I mean, they remind you about like every commercial break, like, guess yeah. what, everybody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's happening. So, oh, man, that is yeah. going to be so good. We're yeah. going to have so many primetime games this year. It's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easily. Hopefully the rest of them are at SoFi. Yeah. Yeah. That, but hey, I want to play Kansas City. If we're going to play Kansas City, play them in the summer when it's not freezing cold. Right. Yeah. We right did well last just, year. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's a fact. You've Good been call, there. Kev. You've been there when it's freezing. It sucks. Yeah, it and sucks. you don't really, really when you're sucks. watching it at home on your TV, you're like, okay, why aren't they playing better? Like, it's fucking cold. It sucks. 
Give them yeah. 75, eight, you know, probably 85, 90 with a little humidity, but that's But it'll that's, be nighttime. It's gonna be an it's gonna be a night it's game. It's gonna be perfect situation to up the Chiefs and Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. House of Ain, thank you for asking the question and and keeping it draft uh free. I don't think everybody's gonna do that. Uh let's look <laughs> over at Daniel Lawallen. Who has this to say? Okay, okay, okay. What's up, Bruchachos? <laughs> so, like, staying shamelessly positive, Zion at 17 was my first choice before the draft started. Hell of value. Love JT Woods and the lineman from Georgia in the sixth with a steal. Uh, not stoked on most day three selections, but overall, solid draft. Can't lead around, dude. We're proud of you. We're proud of you, Wallen. You called hey. Zion. You called Zion and you're staying shamelessly positive. I mean, I love that. You don't have, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, I understand not being stoked on most of the day three selections because who the hell knows who these guys are? I mean, because, I'm sorry. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, but until we give them a shot, I, I don't, I'm not upset with any no, of the picks until no, they no. don't pan out. Exactly. Then I'll be like, yeah, that was a dumb call. <laughs> that was <laughs> a, but another dumb call. Yeah. Right now it's like, who knows? These guys could be awesome breakout studs here in the next couple of years. 100%. So don't be too upset. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for staying shamelessly positive. Let's move it on now to Daniel Falkenberry. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? Kevin said, don't ask what he would do to attend the draft. Let's play Would You Rather. Would you, (laughs) all of you, rather kiss Derek Carr on the lips or lose to the Raiders both games next season to go to next year's draft? Each of you can give third and fourth options. To each other, as always, f- the Ray turds and bolt the f- out, compadres. K, love you, bye. Ah, uh, oh, Daniel, I knew this was going to come back to bite me in the ass. Oh, you, yeah, you put I it out there. Yeah. Somebody was going to hook it. Yeah, come on and welcome, <laughs> Daniel. We have, we're glad Allie. to have you. Yes. All so right. Rather- well, so as it stands right now, kissing Derek Carr or losing to the Raiders both times. But he leaves the door open for some other options if you can come up with something better. For the first two, like <laughs> I'm not going to make an entire my entire fan base suffer. Like, for that. yeah, I, you just I, kiss I would, the man. I'd easily yeah. just throw it on just him. Shut up and kiss. Um, him. Yeah, just kiss the man. Yeah, <laughs> try and knock out a tooth. I'd sacrifice my teeth to try and break his face. <laughs> so it would be an hard. aggressive kiss. Oh, what? I'd <laughs> I'm happy to lose some teeth to knock out some of his teeth. So an aggressive kiss. Oh yeah, pucker up, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get him good. <laughs> they start bleeding like, thanks, man. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Family chest <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, it's it's tough to think of what would be like worse third or fourth options to like than kissing Derek Carr. I, pr- I know, we could do some good options. How about uh, uh, what's what's the owner's name of the Raiders? Oh God, Davis. Yeah, Davis. Yeah, to kiss him on the lips. I will not kiss that man. (laughs) No, I don't know if I can do that. No, no, no. No, I can't do it. Face off. (laughs) Uh, I think I think I'm just gonna like message James Ebo like every day for a whole year and be like, Hey James, like 
if you have any up, sway in this. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, yeah. Well, you hey, doing? How you send doing? him like a basket full of fruit. Send him like, yeah, you know, muffins. like, yeah, yeah, like a singagram, like footballs. something, like something. Little yeah, yeah. Like that. I think that's more of the uh, more effective approach to trying to yeah. get into the yeah. draft next year. But it's there in Kansas go, yeah, City, yeah. so I might have a shot. Oh, you're close, man. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. There's Why a chance. Why is it in Kansas City? That's stupid. Because they, I, I think they're I trying. Because no the AFC <laughs> so West stupid. is just that awesome. So. I understand, but the draw of Vegas, I get. Right. Who's going to go to Kansas City? I don't know what they're going to do to like spice that city up because it is not very attractive looking. It is yeah. nowhere near <laughs> Vegas. Good luck, NFL. Yeah, making making good decisions left and right. But uh, Daniel Falkenberry, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to live for the day for who asked the question. Why does TT always seem to let value slip in drafts he participates in? He neither goes best player available nor need. He kind of goes the opposite direction and lets other teams behind the Chargers scoop up value for days. Pretty negative well, here, just, live for the that's day just for. Like yeah. your opinion, <laughs> that's just like, like your opinion, opinion man. <laughs> Dude, this hypothetical man, like I don't right. know if I agree with you, man. Like I feel yeah. like you got some pretty good picks here, brother. Yeah, I, I would, I, I would agree with you if they uh, if they interviewed Staley after the fact and he was like, I don't want any of these guys. I don't know what Tom <laughs> was thinking. Like we blew it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess we'll. I'll work with these guys, but no. I mean, Brandon Staley obviously said they did a lot of work into these guys especially in the late rounds, knowing how many picks that they had and were just, and they went <laughs> for the you, guys they wanted. How can you go neither best player available or need? Who the hell are you picking then? Just <laughs> spin the wheel? <laughs> what is that? What's the third option? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. JT Woods. We're taking JT Woods, uh, guys. There we go. This guy's not very good and we don't really, it's a quarterback. It's a decent quarterback. Let's take him in the first. Right. Yeah. Like, what do you yeah, mean? Do I don't get it. How do, what's the third option? This is a, the wild hypothetical. Yeah. Yeah. The wild card. Wild card. Wild I, card. I think, um, I think the way the draft went where, you know, quarterbacks were going so late in the draft that like, that was, yeah. I think a huge chunk that of like, what we weird. Were, yeah, it's just not what we're used to seeing. Malik Willis went in the third round. Yeah. Everyone insane. had him as the best overall quarterback going in the first. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think that, was such a that was the ripple effect of like everybody's now having to change their strategy because people teams that they thought were going to take quarterback didn't take a quarterback until the third or fourth round. So, um, yeah, I, I live for the day four. I think we got to wait to see these guys play. And obviously, if yeah. Staley says that these are the guys they wanted, they're the guys they wanted. So we'll yeah. we'll see how it all Let's pans get excited, out, man. Yeah, Let's get come excited on, man. about this. Let's not get all sad. Stationally positive. Man. Live for the come day. Come on, man. Opinion, hey, man. live for man. the day. Okay? For. for <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you for asking the question, buddy. Let's move it on now to Leo, who asked the question. I'll say, I'll say I'm back, everybody. Hey, there now. I'll say this draft uh, really showed how committed Coach Daly is to revamping the offensive and defensive fronts. I'm a bit mad that we missed Jordan Davis by four picks, but all in all, a good draft, especially since Hollywood Herb uh, now has his, I uh, say, uh, bodyguards. Also, did y'all hear Chargers versus Chiefs is the first Thursday primetime game this year? I'll say, aside from opening night, I do declare that seeing Kermit the Frog running for Bosa and Mac is going to be fun. 
P.S. the Raiders and uh, probably choke. Uh, Raiders probably choked on draft again. I'll say. I'll say. That one's funny because I saw I watched people's like grades, like Yahoo's grades and all these grades. Mm-hmm. They have like are at the bottom of every draft of what at least these pundits think. They think they're the 32nd team in terms of the their quality of draft. So, yeah, we're not. Well, we're not. It's what we come to expect. Yeah, they they didn't have a first round. I don't even think they had a second. I, so I think nope, round three was their first pick. Yeah, and that was Dylan Parham. So um, I guess good, you know, good for you. You got, you know. It's hard to have a high draft grade if you don't have a first <laughs> If you don't have picking until this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, and Thursday night, man, dude, we can't wait. I mean. I'm so pumped. It's gonna be, it's just gonna just be an awesome. Football. I'm game. excited for preseason football. I know, man. right? I want to see some of these guys hit the field, but uh, well, and the, it's also a good time to do a Thursday night game because it's the very beginning of the season when you're still pretty yeah. fresh. So you're going get from it out Sunday of to a Thursday, like knock that right. bitch out, right? And right. get you know come off the come off whoever that first victory is and roll right into these Chiefs, right? In, two and zero oh going into a little kind of ex- abbreviated bye. Oh yes. yeah, bring it on. Talk about. All right, Leo, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Gavin Gibson. Hey, Gavin, welcome back. Hey, Gavin. You've got a question. It goes something like this. Who out of all the guys we drafted are you most excited to see? Who is your favorite guy that we drafted? If you could go back and change one guy from the ones we drafted, who would you get rid of? Also, can we have a little moment to enjoy the family trust respect in the 214th pick? It was amazing. Bolt up, K. Love you, boy. All right. Well, you've, boy, Gavin, you got a lot of questions here. Let's take them one at a time. Uh, who out of all the guys we drafted are you most excited to see? Not go everybody at once. First. You go first, coach. <laughs> I go first? Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would say Zion Johnson, but I don't love watching guards. So sure. I think um, Isaiah Spiller, I, I honestly think he's going to be a stud. Yeah. Um, and I think of the guys that we drafted, he's going to get the most playing time outside of Zion because he, he should, as long as he goes in there and, and performs like he's supposed to, um, I think he should be able to get into a spot over those two guys that we have there currently because they just, they've already proven that they're not really the guy. So um, I think Isaiah Spiller is the one I'm most excited to see on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm behind that one for sure. I'll I'll take Zion just because if Zion does well, that means Justin and everyone else is like the running backs are all doing well. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a by proxy. Um, so I'll go with Zion. And let's see, I would say I'm kind of excited to see Xander hit the field because <laughs> yeah, I think uh, well, just because if if he's making a play and he's doing well, then I know that the coaches did well in coaching him up because that seemed to be one of the bigger things. Is like he's got the build, he's got the athleticism, but it's more like technique that he needs to work on, which I think is why he got taken so late. So if he's on the field and he starts making plays, that's going to make me really excited. So yeah, um, let's see. Who was your favorite guy that we drafted? I guess it might be the same kind of a question. Yeah, I mean, Zion is going to be the favorite. Zion, yeah. yeah. Um, if you could go back and change one guy from the ones we drafted, who would you get rid of? Uh, I don't know. I I'd was kind of hoping for Calvin Austin. I was really, I don't know. I, I, I understand now that our, our quarterback, our coaches and, GM did not think we had a need at wide receiver. Right. Uh, and I don't think so. I think we have a, we do have a good wide receiver room. Um, I just thought a, a smaller guy that was quick and could be that underneath guy for you. 
um, I think would have been fun to see. So Calvin Austin was was kind of who I was hoping that we would find a way to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also went in the fourth, which is when we took Isaiah. So right. Um, I don't know. That, that was kind of the only name that I remember from um, my draft looking looking through guys was was Calvin Austin because I think he I think he's going to be fun pick. He went to the Steelers in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Well, and to piggyback off on that, I, they have so much confidence in this wide receiver class that they only picked up one wide receiver in the undrafted guys too. So it's wow. like they and they picked up two running backs. So I think it's clear to see where they where they feel their offense needs help. I, I'm. I'm not one of the guys that's on the train of, you know, we needed a wide receiver. I I, I right. mentioned that earlier. Sure. I did not feel that. I feel like, you know, Guyton, all these guys are getting a second year in a new system. Yeah, Palmer, all the guys. All, they're all getting a second year. And yeah. I think that what you have now, as long as we stay healthy, it's going to be, you know, without Guyton, you don't get that bomb versus the Giants. You know what I mean? Like, there, some of these guys are going to remember that we have. And it, it's, it's not as fun sometimes because they're, they're, you know, we've had them for a while. We kind of know what they are, but who knows? They could take a step this year. Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't answer your question in the slightest. And I've been rambling. <laughs> um, <clears throat> if I had to get rid of one, um, I mean, part of me just says Jasir Taylor based off of Staley's quote of like, so we'll see where it goes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if that if that's your <laughs> vote of confidence, but like, yeah, we'll see yeah. where it goes. We'll we'll roll the dice. Um, maybe that, maybe change that one, but that's so late in the draft. Like whoever you swap them out for, I can't imagine really making that big of a, a same feelings difference to whoever you bring in pretty much. It's like, exactly. we'll see. Yeah. Well, there you go, Gavin. Uh, thank you for asking all the questions. Let's move it on now to Austin Wilder Trammell, who asked the question. Not only does the first pick help keep Herbert healthy for years to come, Zion will help make holes for Austin Eckler, which should make Austin happy, and a happy Eckler makes you a happy fantasy fan, let alone Charger fan. With that said, is it unreasonable and too early to say lightning struck twice for the Bolts by picking offensive linemen first for two consecutive years? Do we have to wait until the Super Bowl to say that, or can I go ahead and jump the gun? You don't have to wait for nothing. Yeah, Say it to you. Speak it. Claim it. Yeah. Claim it. Speak it into happening. Yeah. I, I want, what was it? What was it uh, last year um, when Rashawn Slater went up against Washington and it was like his, I'm having the, my oh, brain. Yeah. Like Chase I, Young. I want Jace, Chase, yeah, Young, Chase yeah. Young. I want to see something like that where there's a dominant kind of, um, interior defensive lineman, and he just has his. Well, way. Who did you? Who did you want us to draft? Do we? Oh, what if he handles Jordan Davis? Oh, okay. Oh, do we oh. play? I don't think we play Philadelphia this year, do we? <laughs> oh, I think we got him last year. Damn, but, yeah. Maybe DeLorean the Super Bowl. That. But oh. that's what I mean. Like, find a guy like that. That's like, oh shit! Like there he is. Like we saw mm-hmm. it first game. Rashawn Slater shut him down, and he had to yeah. switch sides. He was so fucking inefficient. Yeah, uh, exactly. give me something like that, and then I will. I'll call it. I feel good yeah. calling it now, but I'll really call it then. I'll push all yeah. my money in. Yeah, I, I think. I think if we, yeah, it, whether it's just going up against somebody like that, or if we start to see Austin Eckler gets or any running back, honestly, get some deep runs because the holes are being made in that offensive line. I think that's where you can say, yeah, we we got it. We're good. Yeah. So 
Austin Wilder Trammell, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to see Sauer, who asked the question. Overall, solid draft by RTT. What is the overall grade you'd give our draft? Lastly, who's your favorite pick? Is it Zion Spiller, who's going to grow into a solid running back? Salier, somehow, dropped to the sixth. One thing is for sure, no one is touching Herbert. <laughs> who was that? What was his voice request? He, he asked for Bill Belichick, so that's my best. <laughs> that's pretty, that's that's pretty my good. Best. Bill Belichick. You need to, you need to uh, yell at some interviewer and or just not answer. It'd be no, better just to not answer, answer this question. This, if you were to be real Belichick, you just don't answer this. Yeah. <laughs> why would I give it a why would I give it a grade? On to next week. On to next <laughs> yeah. week. On to next week. Yeah. Um, uh, um hey baby uh, yeah i i would say an a as well i mean it, it it's hard to know whether or not you it, when you grade these guys before they even hit the field it's just you're you're the guy then that actually did the research we didn't do any research i don't know if <laughs> sanders gonna turn out to be a killer pick in the seventh so i well, mean in, in the hypothetical world you could go off what everyone else is saying what everyone else is saying is that we had a fantastic draft. Just value who fell to us. Some of these guys that we got later on, we can go off their takes and, and the general consensus is that it was a very successful draft. So mm-hmm. I'll take that B plus they gave it and I'll make it an A because I am shamelessly positive, brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we I don't think we reached anywhere. Some guys fell to us. It was the later round pick some people weren't happy with, but if you if you're hitting in those top four rounds, then you're in good shape, you're right? Good, so if yeah. JT, if JT, Isaiah, uh, and Zion all become real NFL football players, that's a good draft. Mm-hmm. The other guys, you're you're taking a shot and you're hoping you can coach them up. So yeah, I, I think we had an A draft. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree. I I don't have any other uh, different. Um, and then favorite pick, I think again. Zion is is going to be the favorite pick for for all of us. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, there you go, C. Sar. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to C. D. Who asked the question? Hey, Bobo. Plenty of draft questions will be asked, uh, but not from me. Would you rather have hand sanitizer <laughs> that kills a hundred percent of germs or toothpaste that ten out of ten dentists recommend? And while we're here. What the f*** do you think is up with that last dentist? Like, f*** man, they're trying their best. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good one. So hand sanitizer that is extremely effective or a good toothpaste. Here's my take. Yeah, some dentists I feel like could be swayed. They could be bought. They're kind of weird. They could be corrupted. Yes. I don't love dentists. No one, so you know, it's like ten out of ten recommendations. There could be some some skew in there. If a hundred percent of germs just scientifically are killed, yeah, I'll take that. There you day. go. But don't we need some germs? Don't we need some to help fight other things? Well, now we're getting into another conversation. <laughs> this less this is more of a doctor thing, less dentist. But hypothetically, this is, this if you kill all the germs, what happens? <sighs> You're just you're in a germ-free world. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you become the bubble boy. Yeah, I guess there wouldn't be any more pandemics. So sure, let's do the let's do the hand sanitizer. Yeah, probably melt your skin though. It's probably something yeah. really intense. 
Well, I'm sure there's he's didn't write it in here, but there's he kills 100% of germs safely and 100% of the people that take it. And it takes yeah, the skin off your hands. So, yeah. I mean, you got yeah. that going for you, too. So no more germs. <laughs> no more, no more germs. germs and no more hands. <laughs> um, I'll take the I'll take the toothpaste. I'll 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 roll the dice with that. But uh, well, Kevin didn't really answer. So, no, I'll go with the hand sanitizer. Let's okay. do it. Let's rock and there roll. you go. Let's do it. it. It opens up a Pandora's <laughs> box. What does it mean when we get rid of all germs? But yeah, yeah I'm in. that's true. Let's go. Let's open that box. <laughs> yeah. CD, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Cerberus 21. And shout out to Andres Robles and Staley's Nuts and Bolts. You guys pretty much all asked the same question, but I'm going with Cerberus 21. And it goes like this. Greetings, Charge of Chat. Oh, how I missed you guys. Oh, and I've noticed you all copied my beard. Very nice. I wish the rest of the Chargers fan base a happy start to the month. Now, before we get to the good stuff, can we talk about the woman who announced our fifth round pick? She told the whole world, family, trust, and respect, and I spit out my Aconian ale laughing my head off. She just told the Raiders in Vegas to piss off for a legend. I like this one. Now then, we must talk about our newest champions. Yes, yes, the mighty Zion will assist in the protection of the one true ruler of Asgard in Justin Herbert. With this addition, our offense will be the most unstoppable force this league has ever seen. Well, I mean, the right tackle spot is a glaring weakness, uh, but that doesn't really seem to be an issue in Staley's mind. So I think if we all just collectively ignore it, everything will be okay. Right? Yes, there's definitely no way that this could bite us in the ass later down the road in some critical game that will determine whether or not we get in the playoffs. (laughs) Well, anyways, moving on. I know the draft wasn't quite as uh, sexy as we wanted it to be, but I do think that we got the right pieces for our depth. Now my proposed question to the esteemed Charger Chatteteers is if we just completely deny any and all problems at the right tackle position, do you think this team is ready to make a Super Bowl run? I think this is Storm Norton's redemption year. I think that's what this is set up to be. Storm Norton's year slash maybe Trey Pipkins. I think that's what they've decided is a right tackle setup. It's just is what it is. I'm watching Kyle's facial expressions, and I, I don't know you could if he... see mine. I don't know if he feels the same way. What do you think, Kyle? I think, could we win a Super Bowl with with them in our right tackle? I think we could. Mm-hmm. Um, is it the hole in our roster? Yes, I think it is. Like you, Any roster is going to have a hole. Even if you win the Super Bowl, there's spots going into the season where you're like, ah, oh, man, I don't know how that's going to pan out. <laughs> um, but, Let's see but, how it goes. I mean, <laughs> there's only so much money to go around. Right. You have to pick and choose where you're going to be able to spend your money. Correct. Um, and then you have to get lucky in the draft that the guy that you really want falls to you. And that didn't happen for the right tackle spot. So, right. Yeah. Um, I think they're they're confident that we can make make do with Storm and Trey at that right side, which scares the daylights out of me. But um, I guess I guess I mean, Storm three years ago was in the XFL. Right. He's gotten better every year. So yes. uh, hopefully he makes another jump like he did last year. And he's that much better this year. And it, it luckily we have a left tackle that's an all pro. 
Right. So if you need to chip and help, it only has to be to that right side. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we got as far as we did last year. Justin Herbert threw for over 5,000 yards last year. Eckler had the the most, uh, t- tied for the most touchdowns in the running back position. So like... And our defense sucked. And our defense wasn't where it should have been, exactly. It was not very good. Is yeah. it a hole? I don't think it's a hole. Is it a weakness? Yes, I would say that it's not the strongest part of that offensive line, but you, we did it with Storm Norton last year. And with the way that they are talking up Pipkins, I mean, Duke Mannyweather saying that Pipkins has improved a ton. So it's like, if the coaches feel like these are the guys and they can do it, then I got to trust them that that's, that's it. Like we, again, we, as fans, we see a very limited amount of, you know, we don't watch every coaching session. We don't watch every practice. And all we get to see is when it comes to game time, whether it's a preseason or a regular season game. So so you would say that we're ready for a Super Bowl run? Yes. Gotcha. I feel a I, lot. I, I feel like we will. I feel like if I, we still can pick up. Sorry. I feel like yeah, we can pick no, up some good. more free agents, though. I feel like that, we, that's what I was going to say. Option there. I, I, am, I am confident we can make a Super Bowl run if the coach is confident that we can make a Super Bowl run. If they feel like, yeah, I think we should still pick up a right tackle, then great. I, I think then that's the move that you got to make. I mean, Staley did say, or was it Staley or Telesco? Somebody said in one of the post-draft uh, uh, interviews was like, yeah, we're still keeping ourselves open to possibly some free agent moves or something like that. So, um, we might, we might still see that we might still see, I mean, shit, we might even still see a trade that happens before the start of the season. Who knows? So, but if, if they're confident that we can do it, I'm confident we can do it. So again, Balaga back on a one-year deal. <laughs> I think at this point, you probably, happen. I think you're probably better tops. off with, with the injury concern to 1.5. I think you're probably better off with Storm Pipkins at that point. He's just been injured for so long and hasn't played football in like two years. I just, yeah, I, that's that why you don't be, pay him anything. That would be what, pay, well, and he come, what if you pay him? What if you pay him two million bucks? He comes back and is healthy the whole year and gives a Pro Bowl performance. But you're you have, risking it. Storm, if you're gonna, Storm, Oh, what well, you're risking two million dollars. Storm Norton's <laughs> not going to give you a Pro Bowl right tackle. This hypothetical is nonsense because that's no, not even you just don't like minimum. it. You just don't like it. You just don't like it. I don't know. I'm on the fence, but I will say it wasn't this. your idea. It wasn't. What I will say about this is the um, <laughs> the, the the lady that went up on stage and said family trust oh, respect. That was Exteen so Twenty Two. She may or may not be on a fan focus here in the future. Yes, she better be. She love it. I can't f-ing wait to ask her that question. <laughs> yes, I am all for it. So, Cerberus 21, there you go. If they're confident, I'm confident. So, let, let's let's go with it. So, let's Are they m- confident? They didn't pick a they didn't they didn't reach for a tackle. True. That that you it's know, true. if they if they felt that the tackle was there, they would have gone for it, but they felt yeah. that Zion was the better and choice. This honestly the way they drafted now and they still they still have um, Hymas. Like this feels like a filer to right tackle situation. It really does. Like the I amount think it's of a filer to have, right tackle if in, in like an emergency situation. I think I that they're going to roll with Storm and Trey. I'm looking at this. And I'm looking at the roster. Like I don't want this to happen because he was so dominant at left guard right next to Rashawn Slater. So I wish they would keep consistency. But just looking how you could shuffle these guys up, he's an upgrade yeah. over those two guys. He's, I think he's just a better football player. So if you have one of these guys, um, like, uh, sorry, uh, like Salier step up, or if Jaime steps steps up, you fill in that other right guard position, and then it's a it's a 
it's a different thing. So I think with but how is they Sally or, is Sally or a six round pick or high miss, a guy that hasn't played in the NFL more of a liability than Storm Norton, who's getting better. And we saw played pretty good football most of the year outside of a couple of games. That's yeah. a good question. And we're going to find out pretty quick at camp and stuff. Yeah. Like who's because they're setting themselves up for a competition. It's going to be a battle. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a battle. And it should be yeah. right. 100 yeah. percent. Cerberus21, thank you for asking the question. And Andres Robles and Staley's Nuts and Bolts, thank you guys for asking about the right tackle situation. Let's move it on now to Bears54, who asked the question. Oh, who asked the question? What's the best, best scenario for the offensive line? What's worst, worst scenario for the offensive line? Best is Storm or Trey at this point in time step up and become really good football players next year. That's the best case scenario. That's really is because then you get right. everyone else in the positions that they did well in last year. That's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario, I don't want. I don't. Worst case scenario, I can't do. Yeah, it, we're not. It, we don't do that. We I don't can't do that. that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, there's it's a hard lot of bad that could happen. The scenarios that are running there. through my brain right now, like, are not. I don't want to yeah. even <laughs> spit them out into the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the important thing to remember about the guys that we have on the offensive line is how versatile they are in different positions. A lot of them. A lot of them are. So if somebody were to go down and God forbid anybody does, we know that somebody can come in and step in in that position who is at that level of playing. So. Yeah, we don't want to talk about worst case options here. Bears no, 54. there's a lot of bad stuff that could happen. We're not going there, Bears. Right. We appreciate you coming on and asking the question yeah. and welcome. But you're going to find that this is a shamelessly positive podcast. And yeah. we we just don't dabble in the dark arts here. So <laughs> <laughs> that's down yeah. the hall to the left. So <laughs> Bears 54, thank you. Keep you. a Gryffindor up. That's right. Here. Yeah, 10 points <laughs> to Gryffindor. 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> That's back-to-back episodes with Harry Potter. Hey, references. Is, I love it. Look at us. It's yeah. fine. It works. Bears it's fine. Bears 54. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Tyler Foffey, Off who time. asked the question. Do you fellas have any charger tats? Looking for ideas and inspiration for my soon-to-come tattoo. Well done, Foffey. I'm excited yeah. to hear you. You're going for it. Absolutely. Foster. I can't say that I have one. I will one day, but I don't have one at the moment, so I can't be any he help won't. with this question. Kevin oh, will, I will never have a tattoo on I, his body. No, he I won't. I literally talked to my wife about this not too long ago. and <laughs> No, you won't. She I've didn't have this, to give I've, me the go-ahead, but she was like, all right, just, you, you got the go-ahead. We've right. talked about this for, I want to say, over a decade now, and it, it will not happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. It won't happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> He's calling Brian Balaga coming back on a $2 million deal is more likely than you getting a tattoo. Watch. I'm like getting fired up right now. I'm going to get one. Yeah. What is more likely? What is more likely? A charger tattoo or a charger chat tattoo? Probably a charger tattoo. Who knows? We might spiral out of control one day, guys, and this might disappear. You know what I'm saying? It just like takes one drunken man in Vegas. Yeah, the fighting could come to a head. One too many dick jokes, and one of us is out, and then Charger Chat's gone, and then I have a tattoo with our faces on it. Not doing right. that. Right. Uh, yeah, Charger up. Tattoo. Balaga, Balaga comes back, has a Pro Bowl year. We win the Super Bowl. Kevin can't deal with the shame. He quits, and it's just all unraveled. There you go. That could be the end of there that, and then that'd have a weird tattoo. Kevin wakes up with a bolt like right on the forehead, like down the side. <laughs> like Mike Tyson. 
Yeah. Just yeah. in a bolt. Hangover situation. That's an option. Fafi, if you want to go for it's it. It's an option. Yeah. yeah. Hey, bolt. Yeah, right your eye, dude. <laughs> Just yeah, put it right test. there around yeah. your eye. Do it. But somebody here has one. Yeah, I have I have a charger set too. So I have a I have like the crest of it's like the horse with the lightning bolt through it. Yes. Um, I have school. that on my on my leg. On the leg. Yep. So that right. way you never skip leg day. What about you? Never skip leg day. Gotta keep the, the tattoo looking taut. That's right. Like a tiger. Um all right. Well, hey, if anybody else has any charger tat ideas, put them down in the comments. Let Tyler Foffy know what uh, what what options are available to him. I mean, you could go, you know, Justin Herbert, just a his face <laughs> on somewhere. a unicorn. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, that's, yeah. That's that's the move. That's a that's a conversation piece. Or on that's a Traeger grill. Parties. Maybe riding yeah. a Traeger grill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just get on top, honey. Yeah. A Traeger grill. Giddy up. Yeah. Um, or. Just Coach Staley. Just just as Coach Staley. Sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Why, not? Why not? Hey, sure. I'd love to hear everybody else's ideas. Put them down in the comments. Uh, thank you, Tyler, for asking the question. Let's move it on to Ray of Powder Blue, who asked the question. Our O-line is finally looking up, but there are still a lot of question marks. My question is, how easy it is it for these guys to shift into different roles? For example, shifting from left guard to right guard or left guard to right tackle. Is that a reasonable expectation, especially for a rookie? I leave this to the coach. Coach, what do you think? Yeah, so as a rookie, these guys learning an NFL playbook, they're going to learn one position only. Mm -hmm. So if they come in and coach says, hey, you're a right tackle, that may be the case, and that's just what they learned from the get. Uh, right from the jump, but it's not going to be like a, hey, you're a left guard and a right tackle, learn both positions and we'll see if you get a, you get a chance. Mm -hmm. Not for, definitely not for rookies. For the, the vet guys, maybe. Um, and that's why Filer to right tackle has been talked about a lot because he's done it. But even these guys that have done it in college have not done it with an NFL playbook with the, the amount that they have to learn and do and then be able to know what they're doing and then execute it against this high level of competition. The rookies are going to come in. They're going to be given one position, and that's going to be it for the year for sure. Hmm. We'll find out when All they right. do that initial depth chart. Who's at right tackle? Yeah, I'm excited. That's very true. Yeah, we'll wait and see. But great question, Ray of Powder Blue. Awesome. Thank you for asking it. Let's move it on now to C. Densley 11. Who asked the question? Staley mentioned they wanted a bunch of DBs with slot coverage versatility. With our beefed-up D-line and rounded-out secondary, it looks like we're going to roll out of a lot of 515 sets. My question is, who is the one? Staley seems to like Murray, but all signs point to him being the bust. How are we feeling about his opportunity here? Well, first of all, Mr. Murray is not a bust. Not yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Guy had a great rookie season. Not a great season last year, but come to find out that he was injured for probably the better part of it, if not all of it. Yeah, so the whole thing he was for yeah. sure. And he's not gonna so, have the beginning of a season this year. So, or at least the right. essence of the Training beginning camp, of though. getting ready yeah. for the season. So that's right. not right. setting himself up for success at the yeah. moment. They did Drew Tranquil did just today. We record on Mondays. He had an interview and he talked about the idea of Kenneth Murray. Coming in as a first-round pick, having high expectations, getting hurt, dealing with a lot of stuff. If he can just get healthy here, I think he he's he's expecting Kenneth to have a huge breakout 
turnaround year this year. So you got to believe that that's the case. Right. Um, and the idea of a 5-1-5 defense, um, all those numbers. I mean, Joey Bosa and and um, Cleo Mack are linebackers. I mean, mm-hmm. in a lot of defenses, they would be considered outside linebackers. So mm-hmm. it still would be, it would be like a 3-3-5, but that's what you run when you run a nickel 5-DB set. So I, I under, like the point is that I think, and I agree, I think Derwin James is going to be a lot more versatile. Mm-hmm. You you could see him looking like a middle linebacker or a safety, like a strong safety or up top as a free safety and all over the place because of the depth that we now have at all the positions. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it's crazy to think about the pieces that we have on defense and we continue to add with through the draft and through free agency. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Derwin James is just a, he's a, he's like a, a universal puzzle piece. He's you could he'll morph to whatever shape <laughs> he needs in to. wherever you need him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's let's give Murray at least another year. You know, he's he's one good, one bad. That doesn't make him a bust. We got to especially after finding out about the size. injury. Yeah, he's been hurt all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even he was even hurt in that first year. You know, yeah. he had to have surgery at the end of that first year. So let's see him totally healthy and let's see what happens but see densley 11 thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to demarcus cut your ass up who asked the question <laughs> who do you see making the roster from the current rbs we have draft included this is All a right. wild question honestly because i definitely justin jackson's not coming back he's out um so yeah, the question is done. The question is if what Roundtree and Kelly are going to do. I, they're, who knows? We're, we're really good at picking free agents, you know, undrafted guys. And there, there was one guy, Letty Brown, that looked amazing. And people were like, wow, we can't believe you, he didn't get drafted. And, mm-hmm. they, and they grabbed another running back, Kevin Marks Jr. So they're literally, it feels like besides Austin, this is open, fair play, you know, what four backs are going to be on this team in what capacity. So, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think it's up to. I think Roundtree is going to be there. I think it'll be um, Isaiah is going to be there. Isaiah Spiller is going to be there. Austin obviously, and it's that fourth guy. It's it really is that fourth guy. Is it Kelly or is it going to be one of these undrafted guys? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you know if Austin can do it, just about any you know undrafted free agent running back could do it. Um, I I don't I don't think it's a good. Vote for Kelly. I don't think Kelly's going to make it. Yeah, I think Kelly's not. I don't think Kelly's going to make the squad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, crazy. he might be he, practice squad, but he. Well, yeah, and he might be. The, he he won't be on the roster, right? Because we had we carried four all last year too. They weren't right. always. Not not all of them were always active, but right. Um, I think there will be four there. It's just three guys are going to suit up. Right. But now you're going to have a fullback slash running back that would take up one of those spots as well. We didn't. Well, no, Gabe, Neighbors, Gabe, Gabe didn't was not activated very much that's, at all last but that's year. Be- Oh, careful. That's because Steven Anderson is still on the team and we had him playing in the fullback spot. But that's the... Oh, careful. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You just get on, a, you get on fire there and you're not willing to hear anybody else talk. I just listened to you. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I think there's, uh, if anything, it's going to be something to keep an eye on because, yeah, the competition is obviously going to be fierce. They're they're taking a big sample size of running backs and seeing who, what cream of running backs yeah. rises to the top. So, uh, we'll find out, DeMarcus, cut your ass up, but thank you for asking <laughs> yeah. the question. 
Let's move it on now to Paul's Chaburi. Paul Chaburi. Paul Chaburi. Who asked the question. <laughs> Jason Moore sees it. Let's go. All right. So he's saying Jason Moore because obviously we didn't pick up any other wide receivers. So is this Jason Moore's time to shine? I don't know. I don't know how you're going to break through into what we currently have right now. Like I know, when, which when seems you, like a pretty solid starting lineup for wide receivers and backup wide receivers. Yeah, I, I just mean, I don't know why this year would be the year. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We signed him as an undrafted free agent in 2019. I don't know why three years later, all of a sudden, he's going to break out and be the guy. I mean, maybe, maybe hey. he needed that time in the NFL to learn and get better. Um, but yeah, I, I can't, I can't confidently say yes. I don't think he's going to break a thousand yards this next season. I think it, oh, is that the question? Well, oh. no, no, no. I'm just saying oh. like you, you, the, the litmus test of like Keenan yeah. and Allen and Mike Williams, both getting a thousand yards last season. And all of a sudden yeah. Jason Moore comes in Jason Moore season. going like everybody get there out of my is. way. Well, <laughs> yeah. And there are some other wide receivers on this roster, like Joe Reed, like he got hurt, you right. know, like yeah. there are some more guys that we forget about because we haven't seen them in a while that could make an impact still. Absolutely. So, like, Bringing in somebody like Jason Moore's on the kind of the bottom of that that list for me, but who knows? Maybe he had a great well, offseason. Even even bringing in a tight end like Gerald Everett, like that's another big time wide receiver. Right? Yeah, he's going to catch a lot of balls. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That five thousand. So Paul- I feel like the five thousand yards from Herbert's going to be pretty safe. <laughs> safe. Oh yeah, bet the over. It, I'll bet the over that'll on the be 5, spread pretty pretty fairly. I think so. Yeah. Paul Jaburi, hey, if Jason Moore has a breakout season, we'll remember this. Let's go. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll come back to this. And but, shit, uh, certified you. fresh. I blew it. Oh, I blew it again. There you go. Sorry. <clears throat> it's okay. Welcome. Uh, yeah, you're in Romania. That shit happens. Um, Paul Jaburi, thank you for asking. Let's move it on now to Ryan619916. Certified. certified fresh. Who asked the question? Who stands out from the undrafted free agents we signed? Who starts at linebacker this year? Uh, so this guy's just a weird do-it-all kind of guy, which no with our with our offensive coordinator Lombardi and what he had in New Orleans with um why can't I remember his name now? Who was this? Tate. Oh, Taysom Hill? No. Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill. Yeah. This stone smart out of Old Dominion is an interesting move because he was a, he was like, not like a big name or anything like that, but he was a quarterback in junior college and then he played wide receiver and now he's moving to tight end. He's six foot four, 226. He ran a four, six forty. He just seems like the guy that could, that could do a lot of weird things that maybe he becomes our Taysom Hill type. Wildcat. I don't, I don't know. I don't You're know. You're in the it's NFL an, it, now, linebacker. It's, yeah, it's an intriguing. <laughs> it's an intriguing player. Um, when when it comes to undrafted free agents, I don't know a whole lot about him. So, um, yeah, that's the guy I think. And then I graduated from Liberty University, so safety Skylar Thomas. I'm excited to see if he can make squad. Nice. Yeah. I think. I think. I think Reader was technically un, undrafted when he was signed on with the Rams. So I think that's my cheat pick um i think he's gonna plug and play and start while um kenneth is down so that would be my work around the question answer 
Nice. That's Look Kevin. You. Always looking for an angle. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll say that I think the uh, quarterback Brandon Peters out of Illinois lets us know that Justin's obviously on the hot seat, so he better <laughs> oh, better watch on. his back. If uh, Brandon shows out at camp, we might see we might see a different starter at, uh, East, at the your boy Easton Stick could be in some trouble. Oh yeah, yeah Easton Stick is definitely in trouble for sure. So. <laughs> Well, those are the standouts. And then who starts at linebacker this year? I think it's Kenneth Murray and Drew Tranquil. I think yep. Kenneth will be healthy by the time season starts. I think Reader and, and Tranquil to start. Because I don't think I don't think they're gonna rush Kenneth back until he's ready. Um I think that's gonna be a few weeks into the season. I think Kenneth Murray will be ready. So based on our medical ex- expertise, yeah. Yeah, we, we're we've got at medicine. We've got doctorates. And, and don't ask us to, at the x-rays. Yeah, yeah. don't doc- look at them. I'm a doctor in bones. I'm a bone doctor. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> You're, a boner. You're a boner doctor. Big bones, little bones, <laughs> all kinds of bones. All right. Uh, well, there you go, Ryan619916. Thank you for asking the question. Move it on now to Ghost, who asked the question. Ooh. I know all questions will be all draft. Some even double. Hoo-ha! So I'll go <laughs> off script. A few weeks ago, Kevin and Kyle both said they would take Junior over Gates on this team. But Brandon Staley doesn't value linebackers. And given the fact <laughs> that Junior was known for going rogue, don't you think that Gates would help this team more by being another weapon for J-Herb instead and fit this team better? Hoo-ha! And we're back. Hey, welcome back, Mr. Duggan. We get to Hello. see your pretty face. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Ghost asked the question. Uh, you guys said Junior I, over Gates. I don't care about fit. I don't care about scheme. <laughs> I want Junior Sale on the field. That's sure. just the bottom line. Sure. 100%. Sorry. Yeah. Can't argue. Sorry, not sorry. sorry. The right answer. You have <laughs> the, the right, right answer. Can't argue. It's the right answer. Put Junior Sale on the field. Yeah. yeah. I love Gates, but he's. Junior Seau is Junior Seau. He's a he's a myth. He's a legend. He's yeah. a man. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's, junior. It, it's he's not junior. about who's going to get more catches or make Justin look better. Justin's going to make anybody look better. Uh-huh. The tenacity that Junior Seau brought to the team is incomparable. So yeah. I, I, I see where you're going, Ghost, and, and we appreciate make, the thought process. Ghost, yeah. You make a lot of good points. Yeah. If it wasn't Junior Seau in the debate, you would probably be right. I'd probably agree. They have to keep if Junior Seau has an option to be on the football field. I just for me as a fan, I want him on the football field so I can watch him. Absolutely. Yeah. So hey, you do you, Ghost. But we hey. thank you for asking the question. Hey, you do you, Ghost. That's hey. Ooh, <laughs> and let's now go out <laughs> of Ask Bolt Fam with Danny Lags. Danny, go ask the question. Just like me all Doesn't night me? long, lagging. Danny Lags, lagging. Young Bucks, Herbo has his own secret service now. Day the OL 100. You, you guys have any nicknames for the Mac and Bosa duo? I want them to play the Jurassic Park theme song at SoFi after every sack because of the two T Rexes in Lost World. Also, is cereal a soup? What? All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a weird 
that would be a weird like I'm sure everybody in the audience would be too busy cheering that <laughs> such graceful music after every sack. I don't know yeah. if it would fly, but uh, but I like where your head's at. I think you're thinking. Uh, the bigger question, though, is cereal a soup? Why would it be a soup? Because there's liquid. Well, let's well let's if take you a look warm at up it. your cereal, technically. Well, there's cold soup. But there's cold soup. You've got gazpacho. It's a cold I guess it soup. Is a soup. Wow. Very. Very cultured. I'm going right to have soup for answer, breakfast. <laughs> is it a soup? But is I don't it know. though? I don't Maybe know. it depends on the how much how much milk you put in. Right. Well, there are creamy soups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like a. If you let the the cereal sit long enough to where the cereal gets kind of mushy, I would consider that more of a soup. I don't. I've never had like a crunchy soup before. You know. Mm, and I've if you tortilla just soup. pour and go. You throw some tortilla chips in there. You got yourself Man, a nice soup. It's soup. It's soup. It's, it's final soup. answer. It's soup. <laughs> it's soup. We figured it out. We cracked the case, guys. Cereal, Show me soup. <laughs> ding, well, ding, ding. for the duo, though. We skipped over that. So is that is it Chloe or... Chloe? Jaleel. <laughs> Something like... Or is it back? Is it Bach Bosa or Mac Masso? <laughs> Bosa, Bosa Mac, cut your ass. Cut your ass. Cut your ass up. Final answer. There you go. Their nickname, their nickname is Cut Your Ass Up. Cut your cut ass your up. Ass. I love Bosa it. Bosa Mac, cut your ass up. Done. All right. Well, hey, uh, if you've got a better nickname for the Bosa Mac duo... <laughs> Doubt Put it down it. in the comments. I want to so, see it. We we need to come up with something good because yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a menace out there on the field. But all right, Ash well, thank brothers? you, Danny. What's what? Match brothers? brothers is kind of an obvious go-to. Thanks. <laughs> I don't like it. I like cut your ass up better. So thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Get love you bye. Get love you bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gang. Well, Danny Likes, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking the question and Ask Bold Fam. Uh, this, I feel like they're going to start getting longer here as we as yep. we delve closer to the season. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? No, I'm glad we're out of draft. I'm glad you know, we're out of draft looking at our season. Team. Yeah. And some free agents. Let's see. There's still some guys out there, some veterans yeah, some that want to get there. signed. And Tyron, sign Tyron Matthew just Tyron Matthew just signed with the the Saints today. Right. So. Yeah. No. We can We're stop talking going. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, but there's still other names out there, and and we'll see what other moves uh, go on. But that's yeah. going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. And now. A word from our sponsors. Tonight on Fox, catch an all-new episode of Ortho P. Dick. Doctor, we're losing him! What are his bone vitals? His bone work shows a drop in his boneotomy, and his bonometer is falling! Code blue, room 305. We're gonna lose him, Doc! Please, call me Ortho. Hoo-ha! Ortho P. Dick. Tonight, only on Fox.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.